motherfuckers in school were telling me always in a barber shop. What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, waviest podcast on the planet from the hood where we do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. Got the fellas in here with me. Uh, be nice choking. Be nice in Lando. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's your deal? It's nice. You can follow me on the gram at be nice two underscores and on Twitter, two underscores be nice. So this is going to be a late upload because like we normally do, we took a Motherfuckers in the Barbershop field trip. To go see Black Panther last night, opening night, and um, I want to know y'all thoughts on it, man. We, right here, we giving spoiler free, so if you didn't see it yet and you don't want to be spoiled by you know what we got to say, probably fast forward to about the seven minute mark of this podcast. If you don't really give a fuck, you know, and I keep listening, but we gonna spoil some shit. We got because we got it's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Uh, I want to get y'all pick y'all thoughts on the movie, man. I, I, I really enjoyed it, but uh. Be nice. What do you think about the movie? Go be nice first. Lando look ready. He look ready to say something. Because Lando just saw. He just got done seeing it again. He saw it twice. Quick. I'm, I'm gonna see some. Uh, gonna say some wild shit. Yeah. Some Lando. Lando some Killmonger yeah. shit. You know, extremist. Eric. Yeah. But you know, I felt like it was a great film, man. All in all, great, great superhero film, great film standalone in general, great action film. Uh, Storyline was dope. The writing was dope. Uh, I think underrated thing that not a lot of people talked about the. I mean, considering that Wakanda is a, a fake place, still African culture as far as the, the, the costumes that they wore, you know, whoever created the, the look and, you know, feel all that and the visuals was dope. I think that the film handled itself well as far as, uh, like I talked about superhero films and comic book films, it's hard to transcribe that from comics to telling an authentic or at least based in fact style story and then have your own twist to it, which is... Some of this stuff might not have been completely in line with everything we saw, but I feel like it was pretty dope as the, the the spins that all the the producers and writers put on it. I thought it was I thought it was the best Marvel film standalone film that that's been made. I agree. And, and I thought like the tie in from Oakland, the birth of the original Black Panthers to the comic book was was unbelievable. I I, I couldn't I, I didn't I wasn't expecting that and. That them two worlds colliding and, and translating, I thought that was the that was the biggest piece of the movie. And that and even like I, I seen the movie twice, still watching it the second time, I'm just like the way they tied the two worlds into each other was was great, was great. And like I said, Africa still is even though it's no Wakanda, that's still the the motherland, still has all the resources, still where everyone's come from. So just for them to definitely like the the imagery, the uh, the visual. Um, the communication, the way they can, you know, everything together was uh was great for me. So Yeah, I feel like uh I, I said this on Snapchat and everything, like the movie most definitely was a ten out of ten. Um I don't even like rate movies like with tens or nines and shit. But it was a great movie and I felt like the fact that even if it was just all white people and it was just a white man movie like a classic comic movie, it still would have been a good movie. Like the plot and everything was very solid. The the writing was very good. You know, the music was very good. Yeah. But the fact that it was black was was make it like a breakthrough movie. Because this is something that people need to see. Black people kinda need to see, especially after what we go through in life and, and different situations like that. The fact they put these actors together, they all acted very well, they all did everything very well. And it was just it was a real good, solid movie from start to finish. Like the way they uh 
as it came on and how they introduced it, they kind of just gave you just enough to let you know what's going on. And you didn't need to see any other movie to really understand this. Like, even if you didn't see Civil War, they still gave the backstory. Oh, this is what happened to his pops, just in case you forgot. It's a lot of shit like that. And it, it didn't run that long. But it did feel like it was two movies. At first, it was a movie of, like, just King T'Challa and what he's going through. You know, he's just a new king. And then that second half, when Michael B. Jordan really came into the movie, he kind of, like, stole it. But you, I mean, like all good movies, you would need a great villain to, like, make the hero look you better. Yeah. You gotta have that, yeah, that, that, he kind of, like, changed, and he, it's not like, he wasn't anything, like, new or anything like that, but just the way Michael B. Jordan was in the movie, you could tell he, like, a dude that's been hungry, has been waiting for the throne his whole life, uh, someone who's been preparing for this, and it was, like, the complete opposite to T'Challa, even when they had music playing, T'Challa music was, like, African music, his was a little hip-hop theme that used to play when he when he get on the screen shit like that like small shit like that like i feel like a lot of people can reach in this movie and grab a bunch of think pieces if they wanted to but like just on the surface it was already just a dope movie through and through and then like the the one-on-one battle scenes i think we missed that now in movies. yeah no most of because yeah. the thing uh, one thing that i seen it when i first seen it, i'm like oh, okay this is cool when they first did the ritual and i'm like this is pretty primitive but i mean this is a good ass fight and then like towards the end where you see both of them in the Black Panther outfits fighting, and it's like a cartoon. It's kind of like, bitch, clearly a cartoon. I'd rather right. see them just scrap it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But once they get back to scrapping, it's all like, oh, cool, man. It's a good-ass little fight scene. Or even when Michael B. Jordan beat his ass. And, you know, that was a, that was a scene. Like, even though you, because I was calling it in the movie. I'm like, oh, no, Michael B. Jordan about to beat this nigga up. Like, it's clear. Because it had this little Ben-Hur type story to it where the prince got to go and yeah. come back. You know what I'm saying? Just like that classic little yeah. trope to it. Yeah. like Batman getting his yeah, like shit like that. You gotta leave and then come back stronger and shit like that. So that was all. That, that was a theme that had to be there, and that's always cool. Um, but yeah, that fight, them fight scenes was pretty, pretty great. Even the one in the in the uh, casino was was yeah, a good fight scene. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That was that was a really good uh, action scene. Um, like you said, Claw, his character played played a good part. Yeah, Andy Serkis did he did his thing did again. His thing and that so and it's just. I was just so excited. It, it lived up to the expectation. I know a lot of people were like crying and complaining. Wash that away. Go out and see Black Panther. Yeah, and it's like just to go into it more. It's a lot. It's a world building movie. Like you could tell that they spent a lot of time. Uh, I forgot the director's name. He directed Food Run Station. Brian yeah, he and Creed. and Creed. You know, that's that's Michael B. Boy. He get yeah. the best out that nigga. And uh, he he really wants you to understand the culture of Wakanda, a, a fake place. It's like, oh, look at this! All look at all this culture they got here. Look at all this stuff that people don't know. You see, uh, Ross, he coming in. He, he, you know, everybody in the world think Wakanda is just a farmland country, and when really is this most advanced city. Now, if we go deeper into the movie, because just like every Marvel movie, you gotta have the world building aspects that attach it to the rest of the universe. When the meteor landed at the beginning, that contained the Soul Stone. I think that's clear because fucking a metal not can't do all this shit. A metal alone cannot do what the fuck they was doing with it. So clearly the soul stone is deep within that mountain. All that purple shit is the soul stone. I think it's just yeah. growing out. And I think that's, of course, where Thanos is going to go for the final fight. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. either he's going to take all Okanda and crush that bitch with his hands. Or he's going to do something. But that whole place is the soul stone most definitely. And I don't know, cause they didn't they didn't show it like that in the movie, but I mean it was like you got to think about, cause even with the tesseract, they didn't know what it was. They thought it was just an energy source. All them crystals is just advanced energy sources at the end of the day. Right. So, 
I can't wait to see how that like it did kind of hype me up for the Infinity War because I can't wait to see how that is gonna go overall. Down um, the line, though, do you see like a a Black Panther two? Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Because at the end when they introduced um, the Winter Soldier, right. when they brought him back out, uh, the White Wolf is a character. Now he like a villain, kinda in, in a Black Panther type thing. But they probably not gonna go that route with him, but it's probably gonna be him working together with. Um, that, and that's what I was going to get. I, I don't know if Marvel's going to start doing like almost like tag team type movies. Kind of like yeah. how they did Captain, you know, Captain America yeah. Civil War. Because that's, I like Spider-Man for that reason. Right. That I was able to see. I mean, because at this point, when you have a world this big and everybody, if something's going on, you got to, yeah, why is nobody else here? so many stories you can tell. And I feel like that's, for me, one of the things that I took away from the film is the high level of respect that I already had from Marvel growing up. But just as far as the cinematic universe, all the things we, we've seen and covered, just the point I was also just talking about with the Soul Stone and piecing that together through every film that we've seen with the terror, you know, all the different all the different stones that Thanos was coming for before we even knew what they were and why, you know, his introduction and how everything kind of tied together. Because that was like an extreme backstory throughout the rest of the film. Like there was other pieces that was tied together in the universe and it was like, all right, you see a hint of this person. Like I think that... One of my favorite Marvel characters and somebody that might eventually fight Black Panther. I've seen discussions about this and hopefully will be introduced into the cinematic universe soon as Namor. But there's even like, you know, like a, a hint of Namor previously because it's like a, a backdrop of Atlantis and one of the maps that Tony Snarks is looking for. So I just pinpoint on that. I feel like that the, the storytelling in Marvel Cinematic Universe is dope. And I think that the genuineness is there and just the creation of something like Wakanda. With us seeing this, it's like this is something that people should be empowered by. Like, if, you know, things didn't go the way that they, they went, maybe we would have a place like this that could use the resources. And to see that on stage and, and on the film is genuine to me because I feel like Stan Lee and everybody at Marvel has that respect for our culture. You know, just hearing little tidbits about maybe the possibility of X-Men people being, you know, crafted behind the idea of civil rights leaders. It's dope. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what X-Men, Professor X yeah. is. Like you said. So for us to see that with Wakanda, and it's, to me, kind of just like the, the storytelling of this is how things should be and possibly could have been if, you know, things didn't go that way. But it's it's not there now. But you still should be able to take something from this. I think Marvel got it perfect because they have so many characters that really not too many people know about. Yeah. Because like you said, if you wasn't really like a big comic book kid, like Black Panther, you, you heard of him, but you didn't know his backstory. It's mm. so many characters that... They can continue to make movies, and they can be almost like brand new. And it's good because they, when, you know, this is by mistake, when they licensed out Spider-Man and, and the popular ones like Wolverine, they had to work with niggas like Iron Man. Right. They had to work with niggas that niggas didn't really give a fuck about. Like, niggas like Iron Man, but even when he was, ba he was based off, you know, the man and shit like that. Like, niggas right. like, okay, this is Iron Man, fuck him. But now it's like, Iron Man, top three in yeah. a lot of people's shit. Captain America, top five in a lot of people's shit. Black Panther, number one in a lot of people's hearts right now, so... Just the fact they had to build a world around no names, and now they got this cinematic universe that's just shitting on everybody and making everybody want to be a, a cinematic universe is just crazy, dog. They doing, they doing it and super. It's kind of impossible to follow the formula because of what you said, like having not having that crest to fall back on, which is the X Men, which was extremely popular in the nineties and was a you know staple in their community as far as the comic books for years past that, and then not having Spider Man. <coughs> Not having the Fantastic Four. These were all like... Yeah, like OGs. Yeah, these OGs. That you didn't have. So you had to come out with the... You know, they already had Blade going. But you had to come out with the other films once you finally got it going. And I think that that's one of the problems that we see with DC. 
they don't have that stability on their own. They keep telling us the same fucking story with Batman over and over again. You keep telling me the same Superman story. Nobody wants to see that. And the universe now is diverse. And it's like, especially with Justice League, and I don't even know if I got into it like that, but like, because I, I really just watched it and let it go, but they rushed it so much yeah. that you can't even, like, the villain, it's like, I can't even remember. Like, Killmonger is going to be, he go down as, like, top three super villains right now. At least in the Marvel movie. Because a lot of them niggas be forgettable, too. I mean, that nigga, how, and, many of, how many Marvel villains have we say, can we say, with, like I said, with, without having those staples there? How many big name villains have they really been having access to? You didn't have the like one yeah. of I know we didn't we, like they I got rid of Doctor Doom was yeah. But how many other villains did I really pay attention to? Because this guy because really is Doctor Doom Magneto Doom pop up everywhere. He yeah. fight Black Panther. It's he like pop even up everywhere. It's like even Thanos himself is a yeah. who is that? Like when that yeah. nigga when that shit first dropped in two thousand eight, niggas bumping like who that's who, who that big like then, yeah like who yeah. is that nigga? So it's like they got to work with these guys that are now like. Make everybody look like comic book legends and shit like that. So I, I'm I'm excited for for any war. What was your favorite scene of Black Panther? Man, I, I gotta say Michael B. Jordan threw him over the waterfall. Honestly, like just a change of the guard, like a real change of the guard. Honestly, like that was my favorite. Um, favorite scene, definitely. I, I like the casino scene. That was dope. I like the action in that. But if we're gonna be honest, I liked what Chadwick did, and he's dope as the Black Panther. But clearly, Michael B. Jordan stole the show. So you could pick any scene there, killing Mark from you know him talking in the art gallery, the old girl, and he telling him about the vibranium, and it just he, I really feel like he saved his career with this one. He was going kind of iffy, looking a little shaky. And just as a big guy, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Like Creed, everybody Creed was okay. Creed. No, everybody was okay. But I'm just saying for the masses, like everybody loved him in Creed. Like, I think he but got, you get he got this, the heart of the girls. You get this too, money so back. You get this money back with Marvel. You get around with Marvel. Just look at all the people who've been secondary pieces in Marvel movies. Well, I feel like their careers are going to yeah, blossom. Yeah, and his shit, and he died. So he ain't yeah. coming back. So now he, he free did. to do whatever he wants to. Yeah. But um, I think my, my two favorite scenes, they both kind of related, was the the second scene when uh when T'Challa went to the afterworld and he kind of like scolded the other yeah, Black Panthers awesome for, for, for their past mistakes. And you can kind of see it because it's like, his pops down there in the beginning was just like, man, status quo, we've been doing this shit for years, yeah, baby. I've been raised you for being king for years. Like, this is some shit that was going on. And it's like, nah, bro, you fuck, you done left a fat-ass mess for me to clean up. And all y'all niggas left a fat-ass mess for me. And that ain't right, though. That ain't cool. And then uh, when when Killmonger seen his pops in his scene, and you can see that his pops was proud, but he also was disappointed. He's let that tear out. Like, man, come on, man. Like, like, I know you really, you trying to do, but he taking it to the next level. Like, this ain't, I just really wanted to say the hood. I wanted to give people a reason to fight I back. You it, trying to conquer the world, like. I think that <laughs> it was it was stronger, but he realized that, not to say call it weakness what he did, but he, he didn't really have the options and understanding how to go about what he wanted to do. And that created a bigger monster for his son. Mm-hmm. Which was like, this is, I put this in you because these are my beliefs. But I wasn't there to guide you. Yeah, like you just I made my own mistakes, which was fucked up. Yeah, but, but you this, just picked you, it what up. What you doing is wild. Yeah. Like you going too far, and that's on my behalf of me not being there. And like I said, my own mistakes, which was I fucked up to begin mm-hmm. with. So mm-hmm. I, I think that was a powerful scene. Yeah, that was that was that was real. And though, you got man. another person, Sterling K. Brown, one of the hottest motherfuckers out as far as actors yeah. right now. And he that was crazy. A second man piece that was crazy movie. because when I first seen it, and like the, at the beginning they showed that scene, I'm like, damn, they wasted this nigga. Like yeah. I know he a big time actor, and then you see right. it later, it's like, oh no, they kind of used the, the nigga up. Yeah, they used him as much as they could. And so you got was, the introductions of Forrest Whitaker, and you know the younger Forrest Whitaker wasn't a good mold, but you know anybody <laughs> getting paper, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. that was cool. And then yeah, like Lando said, you did. 
did have a in, in between the movie you had a hard time you know picking sides. It was almost Civil War ish. You had to because you felt Killmonger I at a certain time. I felt like I had a hard time picking sides, but I did feel like I I felt like I was I was swayed by what he was saying, and I understood. I, my thing was never about picking sides. I just wish that T'Challa could have saved him. Like I wish that he could have molded that into this. I feel what you're saying. And, you're changing me over time, but you wilding. Like yeah. that's what I want. And I to think say. that's what he was going to do. Yeah. Like before he just like stabbed himself, he was going to try to like look. This, you got a mind. Like, you could be a general, yeah. one of our niggas. You ain't got to be like get out, get yeah. out. He lost. <laughs> he in jail. That nigga. He wasn't at. I don't know if you you seen the second time. He wasn't at that last scene. Oh, no, that's the big gorilla nigga. Yeah, that's the big gorilla nigga in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 got locked up for that shit, dog. I, I think because I think I just could relate more to Michael B. Jordan character. I know mean, you can pick up what he's putting down, most definitely. You from the city, like you say, you from the home. Yeah. I understood it. So my thing was more so. I understood his pain. I understood his transgression and aggression. I understood his issues, but I also saw the bigger picture, which is you wilding. Like at yeah. the down the line, it's it's like tinkering with something. It's like, are right, you hear something and you kind of let it go because it don't sound that bad right now, but it's still kind of too wild but, for the. But future. that's kind of what happened with the Panthers, though. Everything that's started, started off good and then it just got. Exactly. It tumbled when you turn into yeah, a revolutionary, so. you get those type yeah, of ideas. You, you just, get too pumped up, and sometimes you turn into you know what I'm saying yeah. some bad shit. But I, I liked it though. Bro. Yeah, I, I do like the the point out about um I think his name was Mbaku, uh, you know Daniel Get Out character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the comics, he's kind of like an antagonist too, and the same thing with Manate, which is the the nigga from the jungle and the mountain and shit. So just talking about people he might have a Black Panther two with. It's no telling them any of those. People I think like everything's gonna be the general. He might break out, and then it might be like. But even uh, Lupita's character is like she turned into a villain down the line in the comics. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think the Mountain Dew is gonna stick with him though. The Mountain Dew, he he changed the heart real quick. I I don't know. I think that they're doing that more so for Infinity War. With yeah, because they gonna need the whole Wakanda. Everybody gotta be together. Yeah. So I think that that was the Wakanda forever. The backdrop of that is like, all right, we're gonna group y'all together for right now, which is fucked up because they could have used Killmonger in that. You know what I'm saying? You're going against Thanos. You need a nigga like that. Nah, he would have equipped everybody with guns, <laughs> Lando, and that bitch with a vibranium weapon and shit like that. That's what Lando was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess what you you wanted to be like more like Thor and like how, kind of how his brother Loki is. Yeah. Like, kind of, but yeah. That probably it's, it's, I felt like... No, because Loki more key yeah. and more powerful than Killmonger. He is, is, for sure. But just in the, the general basis of clearly T'Challa, even when he was talking to him in that room and kept asking, ask me my name, ask me who I am. He looking at him like, I don't really want to do that. No, nah, he like, like, I know who he is. Like, nigga, you my cousin, but chill out. He like, we don't even need to talk yeah, about that, know, homie. Like, get your ass up out of here. I don't know that. I'm trying to keep my father well, legacy see, right now. that's the problem with stuff like that. Somebody got to know something. Like, I can't, when well, you keep holding stuff secret, that's what make the shit more bigger than what it actually that's is. That's it. That was the truth I omitted. Yeah, <laughs> like, nigga, no, I know. Let's let it all, man. All right, so. I don't let Forrest Whitaker probably get killed. I want to kill my own brother over that. He for sure would have died. Forrest Whitaker, yeah, eh, 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 man, we can. It's some shit in that movie, bro. Yeah. But um, so good movie all around. Uh, shout out, shaking my heads. Uh, I go first. I ain't been first in a minute. Um, shout out, shout out to Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan's birthday weekend. He turned fifty five years old. Yeah, old man, Black Cement Three. No, 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 other Michael Jordan. Yeah, nowadays we got that's a popular name now. Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Shout out to him, man. Happy birthday. Um. And I'm gonna just shake my head. I'm gonna shake my head at, at, at uh, Florida shooter, Megan. That that shit. I ain't gonna. Well, we ain't this type of podcast where we try to do gun control and shit like that. I ain't even what I'm talking about because at the end of the day, man, um, people die. And if y'all want to have a gun control conversation one more time, that's cool. But I mean, these is niggas' lives. You know, this ain't no 
no time for debate. If any, if you're not giving your condolences, I that would be the last thing I want. If my one of my people died at a high school and y'all talking about guns, good or bad, that's not what I want to hear right now. I just want to hear uh, a prayer for them. And uh, oh, and pray, shout out to the, my nigga Thamot, man. He he going through it right now. Uh, actually, Uncle Thamot, he uh, having a tough time in the hospital though. He gonna he gonna make it though. So we all good. All right, uh, y'all, y'all um, I'm gonna do a shout out to Coach Snoop, man. It's a good show on Netflix. Definitely giving back to the community, changing young people's lives. Like the amount of players that went to college and then in the NFL because of Snoop Football League is uh, unbelievable. He's still keeping contact with him too. He's still keeping contact, and he, he does a good job coaching. And he calls offensive plays, man. He he does a great job. I love that show. Shout out to the Shy. Uh, the Shy this week it's just getting better and better and better, man. I'm I'm very excited to see what direction this uh, the show go in. Um, same thing with the assassination of Versace. A good show. Um, they really got caught up on it, so I'm I'm interested to see how it go. Um, shout out to the uh, the God's Plan video. I seen it today, and it's one thing to talk about giving back, but just seeing Drake go back to the, the to go to Miami and buying people groceries and college tuition and giving schools money that was like a good look. So it was like a out of all this negative stuff that's going on, that was something positive to see. Am I shaking my head? It's Adrian Broner. Oh, he beat a girl, yeah, right? Yeah, he got some sexual assault stuff going on. He's going crazy on the internet. He don't know if he's going to box anymore. I just hate to see talented people just just throw it away. Mm-hmm. All right, be what you got. Uh, I think I, I will shout out. It's All Star Weekend. I ain't really check out the 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 first day. It's it's normally bland anyways. Tomorrow's a Saturday night. We get the dunk contest. Quavo MVP yeah, man. Yeah, I did see that. But I ain't, he I blocked the white girl. The world blew out the USA. So Beat the I shit out of him. I just try to pass that shit. I didn't even want to see that. They made more threes. They shot yeah. like a whole bunch of threes. Uh, I shot out Nipsey album dropped. Oh, the yeah, Africa. And G Herbo dropped the a, a, a deluxe version of his album, which is 10 new songs. So, you know, that was big time for me, man. I'm a big Nipsey fan. Uh, shout out myself. I turned 23 this week. It's not to be nice. It's a monument. I don't really feel like I ever sat down and thought I'd be 23. It's time moving too fast. It's crazy shit. We feeling old. And uh, other than that, I think just shout out my life, man. Everybody starting to prosper, starting to be blessed. People making moves. So I'm happy for the people around me. If I had to shake my head or something, and this might lead off into something that y'all want to talk about. I, I, I really tend to stay away from certain shit, bro. And, you know, everybody in the world knows I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan. But I got to shake my head at that white lady that got on Fox and called him out for talking about Donald Trump and told him to shut up and just dribble the ball. Yeah, she because was that, that's not no shit that, like, and, and I feel like Kevin Durant pointed at it. And if we want to say about, you know, anything that Donald Trump is doing, the only positive that I can say he's doing right now, he's bringing the cause of the racist people to the light. Like, and not to say that she wouldn't have been wilding before this, but it's a lot of people like that that support that message. Did not feel comfortable. So when we get past him, they can't go back into the darkness no more. We done already seen your ass. We know what you bought. And that's the only positive I can take away from him. But I got to shake my head at a lady like that getting on TV. And this is, like, even he was saying to himself in the video, and this is, you degraded his message even further. He spoke about it in the video about prominent athletes being heroes to people. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, people that, that somebody can look Specific. up to and, and empower people. He talking about, man, and just... you degrade his whole message mm-hmm. with what, like one quote just for you being ignorant because he pointed out that regardless of how you feel about Donald Trump or if you own the right or on the left, I still feel like that you should be able to see that he divided people. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that shit. He mm-hmm. divided people. 
That's plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like I said, it don't matter if you care about this message or you think the tax write-offs is cool. This nigga not bringing the country together. Ain't people around the world starting to look at look at us crazy? Like y'all niggas kind of y'all might be easy to get at right now. You know, it's a theory going around that they say Russia did that. Russia fucked up our electoral college system to vote him in, and they gonna keep doing shit like that. To look, that ain't fuck the world. Oh, also, uh, it was a it was a, I guess it's a dude. He said he from the year twenty thirty. He said he traveled back in time. He he took a lot of detector tests and he said he passed a lot of detector tests. He said Donald Trump is going to be elected again. Um, he said some other shit. He, was, he, some, he said a bunch of other crazy shit, but he said also. I need that. I fuck with shit like that. Yeah. I believe that shit. Bro. <laughs> he that, said that, it from that, the year twenty thirty. He said. I believe that, man. I just think. But he, just how fucked up is the world that he come back from ten <laughs> years from now? You would expect that he would come back from like thirty years from now. The world got to be real fucked up in twenty thirty for a nigga to have to come. Hey, this shit out of stop. He, he should have went back like a couple of years that's ago. He went back. Oh wait. I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't think that's too far fetched, man. Like I said, there's a lot of people just to support him. A lot of white people. So yeah, we just keep it up to that. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. So let's get into this All Star Weekend real quick, man. So. Tomorrow we got dunk contest, skills challenge, and three point shootout. Um, and then Sunday we got the All Star game. Uh, I want to get y'all picks on these. Uh, who y'all think gonna win the dunk contest? So be nice. Who you think gonna win the dunk contest? Now, like, who you think gonna win? You oh, ain't starting. Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Be nice. Who you think gonna win the dunk contest? I gotta go with Dennis Smith. Ooh, we all divided here because I'm going with Larry Nance Jr. I think Larry Nance because. Dennis hey, Smith did. Niggas over six eight when the dunk kind of That's true, but Dennis Smith today he was doing some dunks and then looked like he couldn't finish them bitches, dog. Like he tried to do crazy three sixty and shit. He just went finishing them. Donovan Mitchell did throw that bitch off the glass hard as hell. And he didn't really go that hard today, I guess, because he's doing that shit tomorrow. But I, I don't know, man. Nance can jump so high, and he banged on Kevin Durant earlier this year, and that's just getting that's already just getting me going because I know I'm gonna see that bitch yeah, a couple more. Kevin Durant come out there. Yeah. He don't do no sweet dunks. He just dunk on people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to see. That's why 6'8 niggas don't win a dunk contest. And, and Victor Oladipo, he was in it already, right? And he never did nothing freaky the last time he was dunking in dunk contest. I think his best thing was coming out singing and shit. Yeah. I'm glad he in the dunk contest. No, I ain't so mad that he's been in I'm just saying, I don't think he's going to be that good. All-star, you having his best season. Oh, yeah, no, we, we, just you know, we appreciate people prospering. Yeah. And Oladipo's a good story, man. He came up out of the Russell Westbrook show. Unscathed. Mm-hmm. Went there, Westbrook had him look kind of bold. I don't know who, who won a three point shootout. Um, I, I got Clay winning that. Clay, CJ McCollum, Devin Booker, Wayne Ellington, Kyle Eric Gordon, and Tobias Harris. Oh, wow. No, I'm going Devin Booker. I'm going Devin Booker. I like uh, Devin Booker. I put my money on Clay or Eric Gordon. Yeah, it, oh, was it, it's going, it might come down to Clay or Eric Gordon or Devin Booker. They got, got Clay and Tobias. Uh, he not a piston no more. You ain't got to fuck with that nigga no more. <laughs> 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 you can leave that nigga behind, dog. Multiplies. Um, And then All-Star MVP. Who y'all think going to be the All-Star MVP? Uh, I'm going to go Russell Westbrook. Mm. James Harden. Or Dame Lillard. Mm. I'm also, I was thinking James Harden, too. Just because we can get into to that later. But I'm thinking James Harden most definitely. They ain't going to let him go to the free throw line and meet times in the All-Star game. <laughs> I like, he just don't, can't shoot threes or nothing. All right, um... Speaking of the All-Star game, they they dropped today that the second pick on Steph team was Giannis Antetokounmpo. I guess he kind of had no choice after Brian picked Kevin Durant. And they said that the last two picks was Steph Curry picked Al Horford and then Brian had to end up with LaMarcus Aldridge. Steph Curry picked Al Horford before LaMarcus Aldridge? Mm-hmm. What did he do that for? 
And so he said at the end of the what kind of bad was his dad? Everybody, man. everybody said that like next year should be televised. Everybody's agreeing that next year is going to be televised. Hopefully Look, it's Brian Adam Steph again. Trying to throw Steph under the bus. Said Steph didn't want it to be televised. No, Steph said he wanted to be televised. Nah, but Adam Silver's been going around. He told him on the jump that like Steph joked with him like, man, we don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, man. No, but then yeah, but see, Steph was talking about man, everybody grown men, so it's gonna be good. But I do feel like I mean. At the end of the day, when you picked first, of course you're going to think, yeah, man, ain't no, no man, we all great. Like, I feel like the problem would have been like, we 23, Lando is, how old are you? 27. 27. If some funny shit happened, we're going to snicker about it. You know, we're not going to laugh at no fucked up shit. But our artistic humor is kind of bold in a sense. So if a nigga laughs, I probably would be looking at looking at LeBron like, hey, yeah, you want this nigga? Who you on, bro? I want this nigga. <laughs> I, don't, nah, I don't think so, man. But most of that stuff, like, Steph really wanted to pick all the Warriors. Like, yeah. you could, at the end of the day, if you don't got a relationship with anybody, this shit, you might be the last one to <laughs> no, pick. No, but Steph for sure wanted to pick Yannis. He wanted KD and Yannis. But I don't see LaMarcus Aldridge really fucking with LeBron or fucking with Steph and them in the offseason. And I don't see LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, really, he not really the sweetest nigga. So well, it's not like... That's why it's funny. Yeah. Like, hey, man, it's like we can pick two bum-ass niggas. I really would rather Lou Williams be here instead of both of y'all niggas, <laughs> but I ain't got it my way. I don't pick this shit. Yeah, so I, I think it is funny. I think they do need to show it next year most definitely. So it could just it just be something else. They should probably do it like All Star Weekend. It'd be it give you another reason to watch All Star on Saturday. Or did Dana do it before the game or some shit? They gotta figure out a way. Realistically, I don't know if this is a fact, but I think when we were younger that the All Star Weekends used to be longer anyways. They used to have more contestants and everything. And it's just like the rounds were longer. Why not go back to that? If you gonna shorten it and just have like you, I feel like when you shorten it, you gotta know that the quality. I think what happened was that the White Howard and Nate Robinson shit just went on all fucking. Yeah, that shit they did go on. They kind of like night. ruined it. But like you said, back in the early 2000s, that yeah. was the best All Star game. And you know what? They was playing the All Star games on TV. The old ones. They was so competitive, man. Hey. Man, they said this year they might get back, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Man. They said they brought the money up that they win to a hundred thousand dollars. I think no, no, no. I only reason I think it do matter. Is because I remember hearing somebody talk about this. They were talking about the NFL game. It's not the fact that they get more money than you. It's the fact that they may sh- they are making sure you don't get the hundred thousand dollars. And like, almost like competitive nature type deal. Like, yeah, you could be get you gonna get fifty thousand fifty thousand dollars anyway, but you could have a hundred thousand dollars and you not gonna get it because I bust your ass. I, nigga. I feel you, but they showed the game when Iverson and them came back from twenty one. And was just busting Kobe in them, man. Like, like they was just playing so hard. I just thought I'd never see it like that. No, it ain't never be I like mean, that. But that that's another story. Just even with discussing it with my father the other day, the the game of basketball, even from our childhood till now, they're way more prima donnas than it was back then. People take so many games off. It's all about business. People don't want to even take the chance to get hurt. Back then, it was more about, I'm a basketball player first. Like, I did this because this is my love. I want to be the best player I can be. Right. I'm not going to get on TNT or ABC or whatever the game was broadcast on and let you blow me out by 30. That shit ain't going to happen. Right, right, I don't right. get, you know what I'm saying? Stephon Marbury and, and Ivo is some real dudes from real neighborhoods. It's like, niggas back home is watching this. Somebody, regardless of what I, I like it or not, when I go back home for Thanksgiving, somebody going to tell me about this shit. You're not gonna do me like this. These niggas kinda don't care. Yeah. They're just looking at it like, all right, look, you know, I'm really I'm tired anyways. I barely made it to Australia. We, we didn't last our we lost our last four games. Nigga, I'm just happy to be in LA. Right? Kicking it with my guys, my girlfriend. They don't really care no more. Mm-hmm. It's not the same competitive edge and spirit. And then niggas that's not sweet like a nigga like Drew Holiday not in LA right Damn. now. He just chilling. 
Yeah, it's a crib. This is a weak break for that nigga. So, yeah, so the whole thing is kind of dumbed too. down. Even like you said, back then the role players was in the fucking crowd, just hyped up. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, look at yeah. everybody got their camcorders out loud. Nobody, people <laughs> okay. the game. Hold on, let's talk about that for a minute. Let me see the footage from them camcorders. I'm pretty sure that they didn't record shit on them camcorders. They just had them bitches. I remember seeing KG and Iverson with well, big ass camcorders. Some, somebody had the one where Stackhouse was in the dunk contest and like Kobe had won and stuff like that. And it, just, it was just funny just to look at it because like the camera was like so blue. It had like the dating shit on the side. You know, those cameras. And probably twirling around and shit. You looking at other people. But it's all in somebody's face. Like, yeah. I'm going to say this. I know the All-Star Game parties back in the day way liver than they are now. Yeah, I mean, you Way like, liver. Closer to Freak Me. Yeah, yeah. We talk about our generation being fucked up. You ever seen the footage of Freak Me? It's some wild what? shit going yeah, on. Like, These niggas' mamas, that they yeah, ain't yeah, look yeah. out the same after they seen yeah. Freak Me. Um, all right, so now let's get into some halfway through the NBA real talk. Um, first thing, niggas was talking about this shit all week. Steve Kerr did not coach the game against the Suns. And he let his players <laughs> coach that game. And... The whole time the debate was, is it or is it not disrespectful? Steve Kerr gave an explanation saying, you know, I'm just, I couldn't reach my team and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go first. That shit was mad disrespectful, bro. Mad disrespectful. Only on the grounds that it was the Phoenix Suns. You wouldn't have did that against the uh, against next. You wouldn't did that the next game against the Portland Trailblazers, and they lost that game. You should fucking let him. You should have did it then if you want to teach. I don't get it. Like I, I get it. He's trying to say he's just trying to coach his team, and you got like weird niggas on the internet talking about. Oh man, if the Phoenix Suns don't like it, why don't they stop it? Bitch, the Phoenix Suns don't got Kevin Durant. This ain't this ain't like Cam Newton scoring the damn touchdown, people. This is some basketball is like a completely different animal when it comes to just stopping a nigga from doing some shit. I'm pretty sure they all wanted to stop them niggas, but they couldn't. They the Phoenix Suns. They're the damn one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> to be, yeah, 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 really, they probably. Steve like, Kirk here, though, because after the I'm game, he ran up, he ran up to the coach, ran up straight to the coach. Hey, well, I'm not trying to showbold or nothing like that, but just shut the fuck you are. You were showbold. <laughs> I don't think. He wouldn't do that in the playoff game. If he do that, if he if he doing the playoff game, I won't say nothing else. No, I get what you're saying, but I think from the 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 mindset, I don't think he was trying to showbold. It just was. One of the things where you don't think of it as that serious, but in his mind, he was thinking, it's the Suns, I can let y'all come. I don't know how he don't <laughs> he think. Was, no, he wasn't thinking of it like, oh, I'm fucked up, niggas. He's just the thinking what they're what not the, good. What's the thing people say about Steve Kerr? <laughs> not anybody, not can, no, anybody can coach that team. Hey. Steve Kerr coached them good. Mike Brown coached them good. Fucking Luke Walker coached them good. Luke Walker coaching good for the Lakers, too. <laughs> Shit, they on a winning streak. So it's like, bro, I mean. And Mike Brown coached good for the Cavaliers, too. Yeah, but he for the Lakers. He coached bad for the for the Cavs that one season with all of them. What the fuck was that saying? <laughs> I left them niggas. No, but, oh, this hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, they, everybody looking Nobody at Nobody could have like, did better with that team. Well, look, Peter, everybody looking at that team and saying, man, anybody could coach that yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, clearly Draymond Green could coach this team. Like, Steph Curry, like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, man. The niggas who were saying it wasn't disrespectful, y'all just dick sucking words at this point. That shit was mad. Yeah, that, was that, was that was rude. That was rude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That shit was rude, bro. You wouldn't have I did just it. don't think Steve Kerr thought of it in that mindset. I'm about to disrespect. He, he definitely he did. No, he no, really he believed what he said. That they was ass, but that's why he did it. Yeah. He wasn't on no like. He knew it was disrespectful because he wouldn't have ran up to the club. No, but I'm saying he probably thought it. about it at the game. Can you look down at a nigga probably scuffing and shit like, man, this nigga, you going to let Draymond take? Draymond fucking weak. Why the fuck you let him coach? And he said like all week he had like JaVale McGee running a film study and shit like that. Like he, See, it's yeah, like, yeah, but it's like. what I'm saying though. 
Draymond, I'm not Draymond. Steve Kerr comes from the school of coaching of Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich. If it's two historic coaches in the, in the, the history of basketball, in my mind, and I think would do something along the lines of I think of Pop this, did do something like exactly, that. He let Manu run to, like call a play. And that's what I'm saying. I, I can see it in, in preseason. Because like in the NFL, Rachel Ryan, they used to let Ray, Ray Lewis and them call the play. I wouldn't let that Game three preseason. or game four. No, I'm just saying, like game four the preseason. Both knees. You, you, you'll have somebody else call the, the, the plays. But during the season... During the game, you you call because the that, I said, that's what you get paid. I think you get locked into the season, and he realized Listen, the Suns don't listen, care. Yeah, but if, Steve Kerr wouldn't have walked up to the coach afterwards. I would have no problem. But see, that, but him to walk up and apologize. I think he, I think he knew because he definitely he definitely acknowledged it, and then he tried to. He, he I, I feel like he believed what he said though. Like I can't reach the team right now, which is a whole another topic. I don't really like hearing that nigga complain about coaching the fucking words. All right, bro. Like that's like hearing a nigga. My Bugatti just damn this shit take up too much gas. Like all right, bro. Like I, I get it, my nigga. You got some problems. With your rich life. But that statement, in, in a sense, is true because all the pressure of that situation is on him. Because if you lose, then it's like you the nigga they gonna blame. They're not gonna yeah. blame Kevin Durant and them. They gonna say you didn't do what you supposed to do. But at the same token, we watched superstars time and time again. They gonna do what they want to do. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they out there playing. It's just like I'm trying to tell y'all what I can. But it's fucked up for Steve Kerr because they so good. So now it's like at the end of what I'm saying. At the end of the day. He should be able to tell them something, but he really can't. Yeah. It's all oh, all-star, so they're going to do what they want to do. I want 73 games to see. Like, what can you tell me? Yeah, and, and, and it's like, you. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, Steve Kerr, uh, I don't know, bro. That shit, to me, that shit was disrespectful, bro. Because it's like, at the end of the day, he said he just wanted to reach the team. If, if they go, if they down in the playoffs... 3-1 to some niggas. They not, he not going to try to reach the team by letting Draymond Green coach the niggas. You, you, you open up a door where now players are going to start challenging your authority. No, we ain't doing that. Draymond I Green can do that. No, no, but I'm saying, like, if they get down in a situation like that, they ain't definitely going to listen like to them. I feel like they needed to do that shit. I think Steve Kerr make a lot of dumbass decisions. Rotational-wise, probably. All right, and so that leads me into the, um, the Rockets are the team with the best record in the NBA right now. They have the tiebreaker wins over the Warriors. So if the season keep going and, and the Rockets keep winning, it's only 28 games left. So if they win more than the Warriors, the Rockets will be the first seed. Lando, how much of a chance do you give the Houston Rockets to beat the Golden State Warriors? Uh, uh, 10% chance. And that's just, that's just me being, being – I think, like, is no, is no answer for Steph Curry and Kevin Durant in the Western Conference. There's just, there's just no answer for it. And I, and I just think – Depending on who Houston play in the second round, I they might not even make it there, and that's just me just being honest. And that's just I'm, I'm just being honest because they don't play that well of defense to me. If they ain't getting their calls, I, I can see it being a, a tough series for them. Be what you got, Warrior? No, you don't think the Warriors. It, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't that. I think that the, the Rockets might finish first. I just don't think it matters. I feel like that part ain't showed me shit in the past. Now, granted, niggas can talk about pairing him with Chris Paul, but Chris Paul ain't showed me shit. When the game's on the line, we just seen Chris Paul fold before. And we seen James Harden look like a nigga that didn't even care. Like, fuck, fold. He didn't even try. I done lost money fucking around with that nigga. So you know how I feel about that shit. He didn't even. I could have gave more effort than the shit he did last year against the Spurs. With no Kawhi. Like, bro, you, you didn't just want any nigga with your strip club after that. Well, like, he seemed like a nigga that don't even care. We talk about competitive edge and spirit. And I just seen a video of YG talking about him flossing his money and how James Harden be saying who the youngest nigga getting bread. Nigga, I don't care. Win something. <laughs> That's funny. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, bro, I, I think that it really don't matter. I think that they have a team poised to compete with the Warriors. But them niggas got 
gotta do something. I mean, they they on the record high. They about to be like yeah. one of the best offensive teams you got ever. Capella, who was a young, hungry monster. Give them credit for that though. They they built their team. Yeah, they're more than this thing. The is gonna stay. Yeah, they, yeah. I think I think they tell you on quote saying like you gotta think about this. Uh, we used to have seven feet dudes taking contested post shots. Now we got a seven foot dude taking an open three point shot. Which one better? I mean, Man. he 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 is trying to like build on what the Warriors already was doing. I feel like it all come down to matchups in that playoffs. Like, I mean, like we seen the other day, Trailblazers, them niggas hungry. And they sick of that Golden State Warriors shit. And Kevin Durant scored 53 and it I wasn't enough. It was that. I think that that was a part of what I was talking about with the Steve Kerr thing. Them niggas coast a lot of games, bro. If you look mm-hmm. at the beginning of that Portland game, they didn't even try in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And that's realistically the only reason they lost. Because KD just was on some, hey, look, man, fuck, fuck what y'all doing. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. I'm not going to lose to these niggas. They ain't letting it talk crazy. Y'all niggas, y'all need to give a fuck. I ain't coming here with this shit. Well, I think Portland one of them teams that if you run into in the playoffs, if they get hot, I mean, that can take you something. Because even last year, they, they played real good. They just, against the Warriors, they just, Nurkic wasn't there. So it was just yeah. CJ McCollum and Dan Lillard doing everything they fucking I mean, did. but them niggas, them niggas are different. Too. Yeah, and I, I think that's the end game is that the Warriors got niggas to cover up for your disappearance. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to see them losing four, exactly. four games. That's that's the only thing. It's, it's just hard for me to see that. Um, then we also got a uh, son that be nice touched on earlier. Uh, the niggas looking better without being around Russell Westbrook. Uh, you got Victor Oladipo, all star now. Just left the team, looking great. Um. Fucking Cantor. And it's Cantor looking yeah. good right now. What do you mean Toronto number one? I mean, Serge. I mean, Ibaka. I mean, he's been there for like a minute, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, he ain't really like the key. They got like they got a good rotation over there. Good, but he a part of it. I mean, yeah, he a part of it. They and got then, like growth. Yeah, you got yeah. Ennis Cantor doing straight. I mean, what y'all think about... Y'all think Russell Westbrook is... I mean, because... I'm going to say clearly his, what he does adds to the game. But you can see at the beginning of the year when he wasn't being Russell Westbrook and Paul George and them had a problem hooping with him. And now that he is Russell Westbrook again, they kind of back to being how they how they look. Like Paul George even got it. Really, it's just like mellow cooled down a lot. But what y'all think about this? I, I just think, okay, seeing in, in the playoffs, I don't think nobody want to face him. But I do think they have put all their chips in Russell Westbrook, and they probably going to do a 30 for 30 on this team. But they've had a lot of talent Man. come through them doors. They couldn't capitalize on and maybe And maybe Russell Westbrook is – they probably put their chips in the wrong. On the teammate wrong killer, I, huh? I don't yeah. think it's that. I, well, I can't say that. I don't think it's that. It's a teammate. I think that Russell Westbrook is LeBron James, in essence. LeBron James is very ball dominant. No, his play you can't. Style, you can't. It's very controlling. Play. LeBron James can't play off of anybody else. That's not how his play style is. He has to be the ball handler. But the, the only yeah, issue Miami is... Miami kind of played. How? No, they played a system in Miami. That's what no, I'm saying. I was, I've been, been watching system. film on that shit. They the system Chris Bosh had to do his whole game in order for LeBron James to be who he is. And Dwayne, Dwayne Wade had to take a back burner in some essence for the same thing we're seeing right now. With I don't this, think it's just a back burner. I just think he was, he was the better player. He's better than both of them, too. And both of their games, all three of their games is like, you can't have three niggas in that basket like that. That's just, yeah, that clogged that bitch up. But that's what I'm saying. That's where smoke came in. Shoot. When you got somebody like that, which is Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, neither one of them you can put in the corner and say, shoot this three. You can't do that. But you wouldn't want them to do that, neither. But you can't. But you wouldn't want LeBron James. You wouldn't want LeBron James to stand in the corner and just shoot that three though. You would want LeBron James to throw the ball. We talk about this on games too. If for one play you dribble a ball, and then for another play I'm the primary ball handler, what are you going to do when I'm the primary ball handler? You can cut. That's why LeBron can cut. That's the only option. And but Westbrook, 
He played with so much energy, and he, he can shoot. I mean, it's just his game. Like you say, he's I say he can't play ball. off. Exactly, can't play off of everybody else. He's ball dominant. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the only. That's that's and it. I feel like the difference is, is that LeBron James is a different pedigree of what Russell Westbrook is because he's one. Yeah, Russell Westbrook it. can't get over that hump, and I don't think it's about the talent around him. That that narrative to me is played out. You didn't have superstars come through there, and I feel like it's as much to me. We've discussed this in some essence about Damian Lillard, but about Russell Westbrook too. It's too big of a chip on his shoulder. I think that he gets inside of his own way sometimes, and his his ego makes him lose. He's an egomaniac to me, in, in some ways. Now, I feel like he cares about the stats too. If you look at this, the the games, if you really watch basketball, if you look at the games, Steph Curry has been in the running to get triple doubles a lot of games for the last four seasons. But they be blowing people out, so him playing the fourth quarter, I've literally seen. Russell Westbrook and the Thunder beat up 12 points, and they put this nigga back in the game just to get a triple-double. Yeah, He's yeah. stat padding. I, 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 and I, I appreciate what he did last year. It was an amazing thing. Just some effort in the amount of minutes he played. Look, you might do the same thing this year. Exactly. Yeah. But I've also seen him snatch rebounds away from a center who had the ball in his hand. So it's a little difference, a little etchy to me on, on whether or not I should really be appreciating the stats in the manner of how they're coming. But like I said, Russell Westbrook is an amazing talent. I just think that the way he plays, it's hard for other people to fit around that. You have to be a very specific person. And it looks like Paul George can do that. Melo ain't the guy. It ain't working with that situation. Melo kind of just there. He like, fuck it. They say, y'all got me. Y'all paying me. It is what it is. And we're going to go to the playoffs. The Knicks wasn't doing that. So, fuck it. But, like I said, it's hard to, to play with us. And I don't know if you ever get a championship. He might be one of the guys that we look at like Charles Barkley. Or, you know what I'm saying? Which is I probably have to speak cool. Iverson. We were probably looking like Iverson. Oh, hell no. I look at him like Iris. Yeah, he said it's like that. I mean, I don't know. I think he'd get a championship though. All right. Um, why do you think that? I think the way teams move and we're twenty-eight years old. I'm just saying the way teams are, our players Steph are moving Curry around. Steph Curry and KD, twenty-eight years old. I feel you, but the way players are moving around, I think if, if they can get them matched up with somebody, or if he end up leaving, he, he can win the championship. I don't think he's gonna leave though. I think he just exactly. And who? That's what I'm saying. Who can you match up with him? The only people I think can play with him is on Golden State and Phoenix. You need a Devin Booker, Clay Thompson type of person next to him. Honestly, I wouldn't count them off this year though. I think they got a better chance of beating um, Golden State than that's all, folks. Yeah. I think they, I do think they got a good chance, but I don't yeah. know if they're gonna do. It. I mean, it depends on what Paul George is gonna show up in the playoffs and shit like that. Um, tomorrow, uh, in between All Star festivities, we got Kobe and Shaq. Giving a version of the Isaiah Thomas Magic Johnson shit, which I think that's gonna be like. I mean, Kobe's just so dry that I, I don't know if we're gonna get like the like the real real story. I mean, they're gonna like touch on certain things, but I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I, I, even if they would stay together, they probably would only got one more championship. And that's just me. I don't know. I think the Spurs teams would have would have beat them. I still think they would have lost to the Pistons. And then by that time, like Shaq was starting to slow down. After that, like about 2007, when Boston stuff got together, I just. I don't really see them. I don't really see that run going too long. I mean, now, maybe they could have won that year. They lost to the Jazz and shit in the playoffs, but I don't know. I think that they. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting. I don't really give a fuck about that Isaiah Magic shit to tell you the truth. That shit didn't mean nothing to me. I was cool. I, I was more more it about that. One. It didn't mean shit to me. I, I really. I fuck with Zeke. Magic is he from here? But you know, he is what he is. You know what I'm saying? Zeke is my nigga. I fuck with Zeke. But I feel like. The Kobe and Shaq shit, for me being a fan of that, it's going to be big just to see them talk. It didn't, it don't have to be honest. Because I feel like, even with, one thing that I, I say I'll take away from what I think the conversation is going to be about, 
and what will be a genuine honesty about it is regardless of what we heard, I think that a lot of the animosity regarding the two of them was, was like media based. Not to say there wasn't actual friction, but I think that it was something that even kind of what Shaq said in the, the 30 for 30 about him and Penny, when he said that they put something up in the newspaper and that's, you know, like they, they talked about him not really being shit and Penny was the new guy. I think that's what a lot of was. Like both of them had egos but and they, Kobe they, wanted Shaq, to be Kobe fought though. They fought each other. I'm saying. And that, I don't, they're not going to talk about no, that. No, but I don't think that was actually a real issue as far as I don't like you. I think it was just like, hey, man, you want some bullshit today. No, I think it was it was envy, though. Definitely from Kobe in because he see Shaq getting the MVPs, final MVPs, and Kobe looking like, bro, I worked way harder than you. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was runner. envy, but I think that it was like. No, it definitely was. No, but he, I, he, I'm just saying. No, but I'm saying I wouldn't call it envy. I'm saying from what Shaq said, if your perception of somebody is. The same thing that they don't care about you and make you angry about shit. When you see somebody that's openly telling you, hey, man, I wasn't doing shit. I know I wasn't doing shit. And, and I feel like Shaq lived like that. So they oh, that's not it. But I'm saying that's not envy. I think it's just like if a nigga openly telling me I'm doing all the work, he ain't got to do shit. Of course I'm going to be mad. I'm not going to be. I don't give no, a fuck. It's not I'm about saying, the situation. It's not about being mad. But if you getting the credit, you won't be that mad. Shaq I'm got saying, that's Shaq not envy. All the credit. How's that envy? That I'm is. doing all the work, nigga, and niggas is dick suck. How's that envy? Kobe wasn't doing all the work, though. He was just working hard. That's, that's what, what, that's what I'm saying. He was working hard, but Shaq didn't have to do that because he was naturally talented. It was envy there. Kobe wanted those finals MVPs because he wanted to be like Jordan. Uh, but Shaq got the credit for those. I feel like. And, and Kobe wanted to have his own I team. I think Kobe wanted perfection. And he no, he wanted his own team. He wanted, and that's why he got no, him out there. I'm saying, he with the working like hard shit, is this is I want perfection. And you, I'm looking at you. Yes, you are this naturally gifted sculptor, my friend. But you can be so much better than what you're doing. And that's what, and, that, and that's the, and that's the envy. Like, how, how are you that envy? Because how are you getting all these awards, accolades? When I'm, now, I'm not talking about award. I'm saying you being better oh, than what you're doing. That's are. what it came down to. The final MVPs. Kobe wasn't happy when he saw Shaq get the all three final MVPs. I mean, what? And I feel like I do. I agree with what be nice saying though. I think because I think even Shaq touched on it. He said it was more like both their managers would just say something, and they would go to practice and they just be chilling, like, and then they go to game. But it is, but Shaq, oh, he did touch on like, hey man, you know, Kobe used to be in that gym working. I ain't, I'm just dunking. Fuck, I need to go to like, the gym. It turns out dunk. Somebody carrying you through a locker room and y'all hate each other. Like they just jumping into each other's arm when they went championship. Bro. I hate them, motherfucker. Kobe said like when he went to the police, he said I should have paid her off like Shaq did. Shaq tried to slap the shit up. They're not gonna talk about that. They're not gonna talk about that. Most yeah, definitely not. That, that's that's just rude. That's what yeah, shit I don't even want to talk about. So, is that but like, Kobe was well, Would you say see, that to somebody you like? But see, that's no. But this is what I'm talking about, though. This is one thing. <laughs> the thing between Kobe and Shaq is Kobe was young. Yeah. And he was he was. Shaq and, was thirty fucking two. Yeah, Shaq was already he was already a. A certified, bona fide veteran NBA. Kobe was still learning the NBA and, and still learning to be a man. He wasn't even a man at that point and in his Kobe life. He wanted to be like and he Michael Jordan. He wanted to be like and Michael he Jordan. Wanted he wanted team. to be just like Shaquille. He wanted to be the man. Yeah, Most definitely. It was two. It was two alphas. It's just one was an older alpha and the other one was an alpha. And, 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 and that's what Shaq said. Like in all the movies, you always see the the, the little boss. Take over the big boss. That's no, but he also said, he just argued with Chuck about this on TNT, and he told him that it didn't have nothing to do with Kobe. He said, Jay West called him and said, you old, I don't want to pay you. But I, he, I know he wasn't cool with that, but he did yell at Chuck talking about, nigga, I, I want three of them. You, yeah. I wouldn't change nothing. You would, you don't know nothing about this, Charles. Yeah, but Kobe did say I should have paid her off like Shaq did. 
He did. I'm saying that. Somebody in the My life is coming down. Cold. And that's something niggas don't. that's something niggas don't give Cole credit for. Kobe was taking fucking airplanes and fucking helicopters to go back and forth to court, and was still giving niggas forty that season. Yeah, he was still he was still the the, the best guard in the league. Like, yeah, he, he was, was under the stress. His life was coming down. No, crazy. Said, you don't lose his wife, his baby, nice. mama. If you get caught up, no, if you he, get caught up in some shit, and you say I should have paid him off like Lando did, I'm gonna smack the shit out. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. If I'm under the stress. And I'm fucked up in, the, no, in my world. That, that's though. what I'm saying. I understand psychology. Yeah. I fuck with psychology and psychiatry. Yeah, your mis- your brain, but I'm saying, your brain, if you fucked up, you might say some wild shit. Yeah, I might slip up and be like, damn. You don't say those I should have pulled a Lando. <laughs> I should have did it. And then if you slap me, bro, you just slap. That's what I'm saying. Like, they not go. And that's but, what, that, but I'm saying, that's not hatred. But no, but you I'm can still be my man if you I, slap me. I understood it. I fucked up. I get it. I get what you're saying. But I know the real, like, they document stuff for the real story of fights and arguments. Exactly. Right. I fuck niggas that I love. But they not going to talk about none of that. They okay, that's what I'm saying, but it don't yeah. mean it was hatred. And I, I'm just saying no, that the most yeah, yeah. that old full team, they, that Laker old full team, they hated each other. They hated each other. I mean, I feel like that was them old niggas being there. Podcast, he'd just say something like because he this is a platform where he could just say something. Niggas, yeah, when he get back from Lithuania, we'll get him on. <laughs> I think he was back, he's had a pop up uh somewhere just, in New York. Oh, he's yeah. got a pop up, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we try to get him on. Make LeVar. Um, uh, Lane Johnson. Now, do you even know the Lane Johnson comments? Won't you, t- um, what I mean, shit, not not line for line, but pretty much he said he'd rather win. One Super Bowl having fun than to win five Super Bowls and be miserable. No, he didn't say. All right, so I, and that's what ESPN. That's what ESPN. Everybody twisting shit like that. He ain't say that, dog. He because I was listening to part of my take where he said, "Shout to part of my take, real good podcast." Because they had him on, and, and it's really just like a funny 
type interview. Like, they just tell jokes and shit like that. Right. But he did get serious, and he said, like, the Patriots are based on fear. They run an organization on a fear-based tactics right. and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, I have fun, you know, playing with the Eagles. The Eagles, is the, we are a fun organization, and I'd rather win just like this, having fun, than, than doing it their way. Yeah, that's pretty much, yeah. Was, so do you feel like, do you agree with some shit like that? Would yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the same thing. Because who, who, I would want, rather have fun to be in a structured, fear environment where you don't know if you're going to get fucking benched the day before the fucking Super Bowl and shit like that. <laughs> I mean, but what, yeah, you, I, I agree. what you said depends on the person and what they did. And I've seen, uh, like, a lot of the old Patriots come on, no, we had no, it's, it's that one. What's that one nigga he always on first take when they call him? Every time some Patriots shit come on. Uh, Teddy Bruce. Teddy Bruce, yeah, yeah, yeah he know, always come yeah, on. Yeah, and Willie McGinnis had fun, but it's like, oh, did y'all have fun? I'm pretty sure they got two different definitions yeah, of fun. Yeah, well, y'all That's what I'm saying. That's why Teddy Bruce is right there. Seymour got shipped off and y'all was having fun, too. It's just like, bro, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, it's definitely like a tight ship is ran. Like, would I rather play with the Eagles than the Patriots? Hell yeah. I just, like I said, I think it comes down to the person. Is a nigga like Teddy Bruce, he's going to live forever. Rodney Harrison gonna live for these people that won multiple championships. That name gonna mean something. Niggas not gonna know who Lane Johnson is in five years. I ain't gonna say that. Like, a lot of the, he's probably one of the best. But I'm just saying. No, but I'm just saying. As far as your pedigree and what five championships does for you, or three championships, see, two championships. But see, I don't know. Live I don't know because niggas in Chicago will never yeah. stop talking about the '85 Bears. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, and, and that's. The Patriots don't really have no signature year that we all just talk about. Yeah. If anything, we all talk about the, the the year they lost to the Giants when they was undefeated. <laughs> yeah. 85 going to be talked about forever. Yeah. The Ravens going to be talked about forever. Tampa yeah. Bay going to be talked about forever. Yeah. They don't have like no legendary really team like that that we're going to like remember. That's what I'm saying. And, and yeah. skate. But that's. And we're going to remember this Philly team. No, but that's what I'm saying. You touching on teams. Not a lot of names on them teams. Bro, not too many, not too many players on that two thousand one, that two thousand one Patriots team are still around. What I'm around. saying is, is, you just mentioned Richard Seymour. You just yeah, mentioned but is Rodney he Harris out and Teddy Bruschi. No, but I'm saying well, he, well, niggas, niggas, exactly. Niggas Teddy mentioned their names. You, how many players can you mention from each one of those individual teams you just no, talked about? No, from the Bears team, we know everybody's name. And the, the Bears is historic. Team, yeah. Those are two teams. From the Ravens team, we know everybody's name. Outside of those five players, give me somebody else. I mean, I fucked like with the Patriots, so when yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, no, those teams are they, they definitely get washed away. It's like they they're not rememberable. Yeah, I don't know. I de- I mean, I definitely felt what Lane was talking about, man. Yeah, no, nah, I don't disagree with the, the statement. Like I said, just come down to the person. A nigga that's been on like Teddy Bruschi, been on three championship teams. Is of course gonna say, nah, I was cool. Yeah, he's patient. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. But Lane Johnson, this felt like. I feel like first of all, you talking from the outside looking in. It's not really your play. You just hearing something, or you you like a nigga like Ocho coming out and saying, no, that. I fuck Ocho." Is, is Ocho it, went there is and said, "This guy is wild." Long won a Super Bowl and couldn't wait to get up out of there. I think I think what he was yeah. basing it off of is like 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 he can be on part of my take and say whatever the fuck he want to, right. and because because his coach not gonna go down his neck. Julian Ellis been on there really the whole time. He was just talking about Tom Brady being so great and his book he got yeah, coming out. But I'm saying like your interviews, I think he like Tom Brady like you even no. I'm saying like you like listen to a Gronk interview. Like he talking about I, I can't I can't I want to say it but I can't say yeah, it. You know what I'm saying? It's still like that. Tell them what, what they can and can't say. Like yeah. said, Chandler Jones couldn't wait to leave. Jamie Collins couldn't wait. To leave. His players that they don't care about. What, they just can't wait to leave. They said, like, wait, they said that nigga to the Browns. He and he took it. He said send me get me out of here. I go to the Browns. Send me to Cleveland. I go to the Browns. Um, last two we can get into um, 
I seen this on our local uh, shit. Uh, what's his name? Matt Patricia. Fire deal. Jim Bob. I mean, not Jim Bob, but uh, well, Bobby Kraft. What's our, what's our fucking nigga name? Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn. Five, he got five more years right left. What do y'all expect at the next five years from these two niggas? I mean, if it's not, if honestly they they've raised the states now, so if if they don't get like a Super Bowl next five years, it's gonna be a disappointment. Cause they they already came to the you know winning games and going to the playoffs and nah, losing. That's not gotta, that's not the I got to see the standard. I would like a Super Bowl in the next five years, but I got to see growth every year. At least at least to in my expectations, an NFC Championship game, or at least see reach that. Because to me, that's going to be the pinnacle of, of Lions sports that I've seen in my life. So that that that's the bare minimum in my eyes in the next five years. Even if you look at the, just where the NFC is right now, Aaron Rodgers is getting older. It's no real powerhouse. The Seahawks is falling apart. Well, you know, quarterback's getting older. Ladies and gentlemen, he's about to be 42. Like, no, no, I'm just saying, play for a long time. all these teams are, are you know, but Aaron Rodgers is different. What makes him special ain't really just in the arm in general. It's the theatrics and the yeah. escapes. And he, he ain't going to be able to keep that shit up forever. But... And the nigga keep breaking his collarbone and shit. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of surgeries they can do, but eventually the wear and tear gonna get you. But I like to say, I think that the NFC in general is in flux. What we saw with the Giants, we thought they could be good. Odell ankle just got snapped. You know what I'm saying? The Saints, however, do look special. It's a lot of teams in the NFC look good. I, I don't think it's a poor thing. Like, okay, so if if they go, let's say you go two seasons and they don't go to the playoffs, do you gotta do you gotta let go of both of them or? Cause the expectations are raised now. Nine and seven is not good enough. All of a sudden, once <laughs> the playoffs, first round, I'm not good enough now. Three so, seasons, yeah. Yeah. What you mean? If they, if they go three seasons, I'll make the playoffs. Y'all Without like, a win. I think I give them two. I mean, they just raise expectations. No, but I don't now. think they. I'm, I don't think that they're gonna go two seasons without going to the playoffs. I don't think that's it's right. possible. We it, just it, was nine and seven right now. We ain't been like what's the what's our worst well, record? Like, Minnesota is not gonna be worse. Chicago's gonna get better. Green Bay to get Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. We got to have a good offseason. We have to. We do got to have a good offseason. I, I, mean, uh, I think that we will. Uh, I don't damn. know. I was looking at this Harold Landry. Like, he, he played for Boston College. It looked like that might be the guy they get because they got the D coordinator from Boston College. So, I mean, it's, it's looking like. So, I hope they don't start that trend like Rob Manelli just bringing in their boys and shit like that. <laughs> All right. And then the last thing, and this just kind of open ended. Uh, we haven't never we we haven't really gotten to the ESPN outside the lines attack on MSU like that. I mean, we we got to it for a minute, and and now everybody's story looking real shaky, especially on on ESPN part. And, and let me allow to watch ESPN yesterday, like late at night, and you see Stan trying to like cover up this one story that they thought of cuz. And apparently this shit all alleged. Like that's some shit that didn't even. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They just ruined the little kid's name. Yeah, they just threw. They just threw a name. Yeah, they just threw his name out there and like didn't really do all the facts on it. And now it's just looking like ESPN. What the fuck, Paul Levine? What the fuck are you doing? The one time that we did discuss this, and that's what I was trying to explain to Lando, is that they they never provided any concrete evidence on the majority of these stories. And the research that I did, because I do care about Michigan State, and my aunt went there, it was some place that I, I felt was, was near and dear to my heart for a long time, and I love Tom Izzo and, and, and football coaches and everybody up there. I didn't see too much concrete evidence, and the ones that I did see it, they were punished. I don't know, like that, that rape case with the one girl that passed away, I mean, that was, that was the biggest one. Didn't really nobody get punished on that one. And I'm just being, and you know, the one shit with the one player that used to play there, it still had two counts against him, like, ESPN, they definitely on the witch hunt, but 
Outside of Wilds, that got me looking at him a little different. Like it, that shit was getting slapped on the wrist, and I don't know if it was so much a Michigan State problem or the county fucking court out there. I th- and that's what I was trying to trying to prevail is that I don't think it was much like Michigan State. Like, look, do this for. I think it was just them on their own. Whatever they they let happen, I think they just let it happen. Yeah, they, like that was the leeway with the court system. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that we kind of touched on with the perception of people when it comes to college sports athletes and trying to protect. It's a tough line to bear when you think about all the times we've heard the alleged stories and people who I know personally some some people who didn't got their name smeared by females where I know they was innocent right. and it's just the situation where it is what it is and I think that that's the tough line where it turns into or how much evidence do we actually have is this a believable situation do we want to go forward with this because like I said if you come into a situation where you thought you just threw this kid's name out there who was alleged. If he come back innocent, like, and I've heard several people talk about this, comedians especially. If I Google your shit, and it says that you're a less rapist, people have a tainted glare on you for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. Like, once you get hit with that, it's... It's, it's no coming hard. back. It's no coming back. So mm-hmm. even if... Even if ESPN was to come back and just try to backtrack it, the damage yeah. is done. No, I I think they just like they said. I mean, they've been questioned about it before, and they said they just gonna restrict. They 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 are uh, keeping true to that journalism. They trust in Paul Levine, but she threw all her chips on the table with this one. Cause right her story, she put her story out. It came back a little fishy. Niggas start poking holes through it. Now she's just throwing all her chips. Like look at this recent one. And this one, I, I think that was the situation kind of what Lando was talking about. It was so many things going on that yeah. they felt like, oh, we just thought ain't nobody going to look into it. Because yeah. you already got, first of all, you got the devil in the room, which is Larry Nasser, the elephant in the room. Man. His shit's so glaring and crazy. Yeah, that's like, a, and it, think you associate and, with And, and then you watch, the, you watch the it, outside wow. the lines and this. You see a nigga scoring a touchdown, and you see Larry Nasser. <laughs> then you see fucking Cuz. Who was that nigga, Trevor, or whatever his name uh, was? Travis Wall. Travis Wall. You see him scoring a shot, and then Larry Nasser. Then you see him next to Coach Izzo, and then Larry Nasser. <laughs> they just was doing so much with this nigga. They were trying to use that nigga to fuck with Michigan yeah, State that up. that nigga was in that bitch heavy. I just don't know. What do Paul Levine got against Michigan State? I don't know. It seemed like they didn't move, like, Jamela. Like, she didn't got pushed off, like, the... I don't know. Like, I saw the against the... No, no. No, Jamel, she said she wanted to leave... Sports well, can be more vocal. Yeah, with her own, her own shit and like that. But at the same time, she was talking like, "Oh, me and Coach Izzo, and they're telling you to have a sit down." That shit look like it ain't about to happen because y'all not her. You trying to back up this girl? Bam! Yeah, nobody will fuck with you. Yeah. You fuck with them. Yeah, Michigan State, they gotta get that that county jail system shit together because they just they slapped a lot of shit on the wrist and they kind of did the shit to themselves. I don't know, though, because now it's looking like, I mean, it's looking like Izzo and D'Antonio was clean, though. Like, they handled a lot of that shit, even if they, that, even if it was slap on the that wrist. That's one basketball player, though. He did let them on the coaching staff. Like, and, and Tom, I think what hurt them the most is they PR. Tom looks confused when he gets asked questions about the shit. They said the president told him not to say nothing. And that's the thing. Like, he told him, please, like... I think all- that the biggest issue, like we said, it all come back to Nash. You, you don't... I, I, they don't. They just lost their president. I'm sure yeah. PR is getting switched around. Everything is in limbo yeah. where it's looking like... Izzo don't know what to say, who to talk yeah, to, who to trust, who can I... Can I listen to you? Who you fuck with? Is anything that you say going to backtrack on me? So he just out there blind. Yeah. And I think that the problem with Izzo shit was... With Travis Walton, that was somebody in my eyes who was near and dear to him. Yeah, so he is. probably took... Went on a flyer, took a risk, and made a judgment case, and they said, "All right, you know what? Whatever they said against you, I believe you. I think that you're innocent, and I'm gonna try to work with you through this situation." And that's probably why he gave him that job. And, 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 and that's and now I look back. That's how it again. It's like damn. Yeah, and that's why he let him go. It's like, look, you gotta get up out of here. Yeah, you, you are. Because it's you know what I'm saying. Whatever this too much is too much for me to get past, and too yeah. much for us to work through. I still love you. I thought that you was a good person. I still hope that you're a good person. 
but I can't handle this situation. Yeah. And I think right now, like you said, the PR situation is what making it was the only thing that made Thomas or D'Antonio look bad was because all this shit coming out and y'all don't know what to say. Yeah. And I not like I said, whenever that glare is put on you, they look at you through this light. It's like, oh shit, all this shit is bad now. I look bad. And like I said, it all come back to Nasser. Him wilding, everything in EO looks sketchy. You like, oh shit. Yeah. This is a motherfucker. Somebody got peed on. Something happened right here. You like, damn, nigga, what is this? Yeah, it's you know what I'm saying? Anybody pop up, man. you because you could be a sex offender and just have sex in a park or something like that. Yeah. So if you find anybody in Michigan State or some shit like that, you like, look at this nigga. He peed outside. Yeah, he I, wilding. You like, damn. I think for the students up there, they about to tighten up on a lot of shit up there. Almost like, yeah, everything about to get tightened up. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? You got. T. Grizzly throwing out how he's running people rooms at Michigan yeah. State. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 just wild as fuck. Um, that's it for this episode, man. We 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 covered a lot, man. Like I said, if you didn't want to get caught, spoiled by Black Panther stuff, skip at least fifteen minutes, man. We talked about that for a minute. That took up like a big bulk of the show, but. And go see it like three times. Yeah, go see it like three times. I'm for sure gonna see it some more next week. Uh, cause this week I work this weekend. Probably Monday I'm gonna go see it again. At, probably at Fairlane, right when I get out of class, I might just go over there, go see Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to Fairlane. I mean, I like I go to the Star South. I ain't going to Fairlane. I gotta see one of my Wakandans. It's like I go see one of my Wakandians, man. Wakanda forever, dog. That's how we end this episode, man. Wakanda forever. Uh, don't forget to leave a like, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, uh, tweet the link, retweet it when you see it, and, and show some love, baby. Show some love. Wakanda forever. Peace out.